my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Should you sell courses in today's world? So let me, pr- no. let me start this off. Well, damn it, Neil. <laughs> let me start this off real quick. So let me explain why. Before you all, guys on YouTube, the, I don't want to see the retention graph like disappear. But So courses used to be, they're still a really good way of making money, right? And a lot of people, especially in the internet marketing world, they would push courses. And some courses would do 20, 30, $40 million a year or so. You know, Tony Robbins would do very, very, very few, by the way. Most coaches don't do, even do $10 million or even $5 million a year. But yes, keep going. Yes. Okay. And, you know, Neil and I both used to do courses before. And I think our thinking is a little different now in terms of courses. Like, I think courses still have their, there's a time and place for them, but I don't think the best way, and neither does Neil, I don't think the best way to use courses is to sell courses. No, I don't think so either. Look, when I used to sell courses, and this was a long time ago, dude, I think I haven't sold a course in maybe seven-ish years. Since you started MP Digital? Eight years, maybe? Something long like that, right? I haven't had MP Digital that long, but we stopped it before we started MP Digital. And I don't know what the exact profit numbers we got to, but I know our peak in course revenue was around like $600,000 a month. Now we've done launches and stuff and we've had, you know, over a million dollars in a month, but that doesn't count, right? I'm talking about this consistency. It wasn't hard to hit 300, 400, even 500 and 600,000 a month in revenue. The issue we had in 600 was hard to maintain, by the way, but call it three, four or 500,000 wasn't a big deal at all. And most of it dropped to the bottom line in which a lot of it was profit. I'm not talking about like 30% or 40%, well above 50% was profit, sometimes 60, 70, 80% was profit. Now, the issue you end up having is if you're making all this money from a course, and this is what people get wrong, they think it's a great business, but you know what's a better business? Not having the course. If someone's willing to spend $100 or $1,000 on a course or $9 on a course, you could have made way more money selling something else. Now, what is that something else? It varies per industry and it varies on what you do. 
bought, like for me, why the heck would I sell a course for $997 when I can sell consulting services for $10 million a year? No joke. We've had clients spend, you know, over $10 million with Some us. Some even more. Right? So why would you have... I don't want to get into the client. We don't need to get into that one. <laughs> but why would you want people to pay you thousands of dollars for a course or hundreds of dollars or even $10 when you can make money on something bigger? The market for selling marketing services is much bigger than courses. The people who are buying the courses could have just paid us for marketing. It's like Google probably looks at what we do and they're like, why would we want to sell services when we can just sell ad spots? They're right. They make way more money from the ad spots. I don't have the platform that they do, so I can't do what they do. But that's a much better business than mine. You know, you look at HubSpot. HubSpot's like, why would we want to sell services when we can sell reoccurring software and just give away a lot for free and crush your competition? They got into the game early. It would be tough for me to do what they do. Not impossible, but really tough to build a business at their size. Now, I've taken some of these guys' playbooks and applied it to the services-based business. And it was much more effective for me to do that than it was to sell ebooks and courses. Yeah. Remember back in the day, Neil, when you used to sell like a course and then you'd give a free hour of your time or something like that? Dude. Oh my God. That was so bad. I would sell a course for $97 and then I would give everyone a 30 minute phone call. Most of I never understood. Yeah. The ROI there did not add up. And what's crazy is, is I was like, oh, this is great. It's spread. Only like 17 to 20% of the people are taking me up on the phone call. You know, and then my co-founder, not in the course business, but my co-founder, my ad agency, Mike Camo, was like, dude, we should remove that. And this was years ago before he was my co-founder. And then it happened where I was like, huh, conversions didn't change. It ended up being the same thing. I was like, this is great. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right? In addition to what Neil said, it's hard to build enterprise value. Like if you're looking to sell your business at some point and down the road, the courses, you have to keep launching every single, like the information starts to get stale. You need to keep updating it. And don't get me wrong. Like I think courses could be a great business for like an individual, but I think if you're looking to build at the end of the day, also the let's compare, let's just look at Neil's model, right? Neil has this, all this attention. Is it best monetized through courses or is it through services? Right. And services, the LTV, the lifetime value of a customer is is a lot higher. And again, the course problem that I see is like, you have to keep launching, you have to relaunch it. Like it gets exhausting over a period of time too. And again, it's hard to compound, right? And so I think the best way, if you want to do courses nowadays, do a course, sure, but give it away. Do the best thing that other people are, like a good version of this, Alex's book, right? Alex from Mosey with the, the $100 million leads. He gave away like, I think 10 courses, and his whole thing was like, look, you don't have to pay like $1,000 for the course. Just buy like a couple books and that's all I'm asking for. And it wasn't even like a requirement. And so the name of the game here is, is if you're looking to create any type of content, what you're trying to do is you're trying to create goodwill at the end of the day. And that's what will compound over time. But trying to make a deposit and withdraw too early, that will stop the goodwill building. Dude, I'm with you. Give away the courses for free. Don't charge for them. It's a crap business. Make money from something else. All right, so that is it for today, and we'll see you tomorrow. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. 